Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Let's get to know each other. Follow us on all the social medias. It's a WDMR podcast or When Daniel Met Rich, a variation of one of those. And uh, you can email us at WhenDanielMetRich at gmail.com. So, thank you. I didn't realize. Like I, and subscribe us on YouTube. I didn't realize I couldn't stop looking at the screen until oh. Brian put away the pictures. Oh, I'm staring directly at that because Cthulhu is on one side and Treebeard's oh, on the other. Yeah, no, I look at Treebeard on the other side. Yeah. They're not as fun to look at. Bring up the web page again, Brian. I was looking at the web page. Okay, here's so. the... I can't... Some things have happened this last week. Okay. To me that I'm just ready to get the ball rolling on, okay? Okay. Because it's kind of a big deal. The first of which is that the uh, there's J-pop, okay? Um, J-pop. And then there's K-rock. I'm just kidding. K-rock. It's K-pop and J-rock. K- uh, see what J-pop, you did, Brian? J-rock. See what you did, Brian? You got me off on this tangent here, and, I, and I'm saying things wrong. Here's the deal. Last week, we watched a music video yes. by a supergroup called KDA. Yes. The song is called Pop Stars, and by golly, is it not a banger? Oh, Which yeah. led me to look into some more Korean pop music. And as I'm listening to it, I'm realizing, damn, almost all of these are bangers. I can't understand a word they're saying. I enjoy this How music more these? than YouTube. Just YouTube? You YouTube, just, YouTube, just Google K-pop? searching. Yeah, because, well, I went in and I looked at K-pop and then I found out that the Korean rapper and the Korean singer are from a group called G-Idol. Okay. And I found them. And then I started listening to their music, and I'm like, wow, this is just as well-produced and just as catchy. Uh, can I understand them when they're talking Korean? No. But they say a lot of English words, too. Yeah. And that part can sometimes be catchy. And that led me down a long, dark path that is K-pop bands. Okay? Nice. Why is it dark? Because, well, there's names here that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn one of each. Okay? Okay. CO. CO. I think she's the rapper from Seattle. I think. Okay. Uh, Nayeon is the Nayeon. Nayeon is the singer of a group called Twice. Is it Nguyen? No. Oh. I know how to say that one. Okay. It's funny because actually I uh, went to class with a girl named Nguyen. Okay. And I got so good at saying her name. I practiced with her. I was like, no, we're doing this now. And she, okay. I'm like, Nguyen, Nguyen, Nguyen. When she's like spot on, you're good, you're ready to go. Nice, and that was good. And I know Korean now. So that being said, I am not gonna get so into it that I know all the members' names and I know how all these things names. Um, am I gonna say I'm never gonna wear a K-pop shirt? No, you might see me wearing a shirt with some of these girls on it. All right, that's how much I'm into K-pop right now. Nice. It's kind of changing my life. But here's the issue: is that um, I am a white boy and. Uh, th- I'm looking at a picture of nine Korean girls, and I could not tell you which one is which. Nor for names. Yeah. I was going to ask you which Korea, but they look well fed. Does it? Does I had it, to get the joke out. I had to. I'm sorry. Does it make me a racist for not being like I see them now and we're looking at them right now? Does it? Is it? I need to know. Is it easy for them to tell each other apart on the street? As they go, keep it's, going, Brian. Don't stop on the schoolgirl outfits. We need to look at the camera. This not helping still. Some of them have short hair. Some of them have blonde hair. And this well, is changing. I guarantee uh, okay, you, fine. Where's my passport? It, I'm going to I Korea. I guarantee you that if they're walking down the street, it would be easier to tell them apart in Korea than yes. it would be for them to tell us apart when watching the video. Right here. Because we're all white. We're white. And we all look like that. And it's not the same. Now, the music is so, like, here's the deal. I doubt 
there's a lot of them. Some of them look better than others, and for that reason, they're probably not singing as often. <laughs> because by golly, they would be solo artists <laughs> if that were the case. I, I'm I, like, well, well there's a lot of these. Uh, wow, um, maybe we shouldn't show any um Pornhub I, pictures I, either. Okay, let's just get off of that. Just I, scroll up. Oh, skin skincare routines. I guess things are more widely accepted in Korea than they are here. Just kidding. That was soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's soap. I think Cloud Atlas, especially when we're dealing with Koreans. I just I, we got so started hard here, and oh yeah. I just wanted to go right down the path. Here's the deal: I'm a married man, and I'm a happily married man. Okay, mm-hmm. would that stop me from gladly being tucked into a seven dwarf style bed with all nine of those women and having a completely platonic rest with them? No, not even slightly. Okay, <laughs> I would like to wake up stretched across all of them, stretched out. Like this. Why? Because their culture is cool. Because they make bangers. And for the exact same reason, I would have a sleepover with Bruno Mars and Adam Lambert and Adam Levine. And let's scratch off Adam Lambert. I meant to say Adam Levine the first time. And Adam Levine and all the Backstreet Boys and have a completely platonic time with them. Okay. It would be too fun. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, Boy bands. Type in EXO. It's a group called EXO. They have a song called... called. Um, I am also um, happily married, but that whole situation with me would not be entirely platonic. <laughs> <laughs> I would be watching them wrestle in Jello. What happens in Korea stays in Korea. All right, I would Images. buy 55-gallon drugs of okay. KY jelly just for them to slather around in while I sit back and... Have popcorn and, and watch them and have just fun and form it. mental memories that I can just coast on for the rest this of my life. This is absolutely so true. Now, here's the next deal. This is a boy group called EXO. They have they look more exactly members. the same. They, yes, they, <laughs> they, look, they look exactly the same as the girl group we were just looking at. I'm not racist, but with boy hair, just how it goes. But with boy hair, this is tough and this is hard, especially that top right one. That top right one is pushing it. Look at him, look at him, look at these These bad boys. Kind of hot. Here's here's the deal: I would be 100% okay with dressing up like a woman and having them treat me to a nice date. Absolutely, absolutely. I would wear a dress and let any of these bad boys take me on a date. Why? Because, well, look at them. Just look at them. And you know, look at these. Go to that top left, top left, top left. I mean, I know these are all promotional photos and everything, so these are all carefully sculpted. Uh Uh-oh. Still, I'm 100% on with being friends with any of these K-pop stars. Look at them. Look at these Uh, bad boys. Absolutely. Now, this song is called Tempo, and the thing that keeps a beat is actually a bed spring. That's great. That's awesome. Um, And here's the deal. These Korean girls... I don't understand what these guys are saying, okay? Yeah. But you know what these Korean girls are hearing? We're gonna fuck. <laughs> All right? And the idea that this Korean music can be far more straightforward than any kind of backstreet boy saying, I want it that way. These guys are saying, don't mess up my tempo. I don't care how much you're enjoying this dick inside of you. We're gonna keep going, and that bed spring is gonna keep going the exact same way. <sighs> and, I mean, how does this not make the Korean girls just, I mean, uh, I, I don't want to say. Is it? Sexist to say, like, um, no, okay. How does it not make I mean, these how girls? Do, how do they not drown moisture? in their own flaps? Not. Thank you, thank you very much. That is okay. so tasteful. At the same time, is not saying anything that's derivative. That is also sexist at the same time. 
I couldn't have said it any better. Because look at these boys. And look, they're, uh, they're eating dessert right there. They're eating dessert right there. Jesus Christ. Oh, I yeah. just, I want to put them up on my wall. Yeah. I want to have pictures of these boys all over my wall. I don't get it. I don't get it. Is it the style in which they are set? Because at the end of the day, I don't want to have sex with anybody. Any of these boys, right? No. I want I them to want take to down a nice them. Look at them. Look at them doing the eyes. Look at them doing that. Look at those eyes. I just want to watch them. He's doing those eyes, and he knows that there's 80,000 Korean girls on the other side of that spectrum going fucking nuts and reaching inside of their drawers and pulling out something with batteries in it. Yep. Probably a Game Boy because there's a ton of Game Boys and Gamer Girls in Korea. No. So now I'm going to get into the theory of the music. This stuff is so well mastered. Oh, yeah. With little bits of dubstep, with little bits of, um, there's like a Korean, uh, or there's like a heavy synth in that tempo song that kicks in. And I swear to God, the layering of this music and each and every song makes for an absolute banger in every single one of the songs I hear, which nice. is out of hand. Out of hand. Why can't we get music like that here? I have no idea. Because every other song I hear is like, maybe and no. Maybe, no. Yeah. Maybe, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the you know the ridiculous amount of n words I hear in rap. Let alone if I can understand what they're that, saying. That's the thing that really gets to me. Um, and then there's that's why pretty much the only hip hop I can listen to is Little Dicky. Uh, yeah, exactly. You have that. Um, and mm. and Eminem, too, on that other yeah. side of the spectrum, pretty much. And then, um, you've got the pop music, which is, you know, there were things like, I liked how bluegrass was starting to make kind of a comeback yeah. inside of the alternative music, and then all of a sudden they started throwing techno in with it. And then you've got a song with a mandolin hook, but it's doing this like... Yeah. I can't stand it. I can't. It's driving me nuts. Stop it. What did you just pull up, Brian? Thrash goes grass. Okay. Yeah. Heavy metal meets bluegrass, there, and I'm down in that. There. This stuff is great. Yeah. There. There is a. There is a band called the Gourds. That is a bluegrass band that does covers of um. Rap, songs. They did a cover of Gin and Juice. That's always cool. That is stuff like that. Spectacular. Yes. I amazed my wife because I liked this song so much. She was mystified at how I knew every single word to Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and it was because of this song. So so true. It was good times. So very true. Now, you, you were talking about boy bands and Backstreet Boys and everything. And mm -hmm. it brought to mind this thing that happened this week. Um, or in the past couple weeks, I want to say. I'm not sure if it was this past week or the week before. Um, my wife follows Joey Fatone nice. on Instagram. Nice. She really, 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 really likes Joey Fatone. Does she? She would like then for, uh, sorry, no, continue. Now, he bought a, he, he and I have a lot of similarities. <laughs> I wish I could say I didn't see this coming, but I um, do. <laughs> looks being one of them, I have heard for many years now how much I look like Joey Fatone. We both have a Greek heritage. We both have... Uh, I mean, he was in my big fat Greek wedding. Yes, he was. Now, Brian, go to his Instagram. Go to real, at real Joey Fatone Instagram. Just go Instagram. Just go, type in Instagram. 
we're going to teach Brian this keyboard eventually. He's going <laughs> to figure out this whole English language. One day he'll use more than just you know? these two fingers <laughs> to type. Yeah, Click that there. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. He's a fast typer. Yes. Now, yes. That, that picture there on the bottom left. Yes, that one. Click it. Wow. Okay. So Can everyone see this? Share this with yeah. everyone. There is a picture is on Joey Fatone's Instagram of him wearing a Superman jacket. This is changing everything. And he's looking back over his shoulder. The S-Shield is very prominent on his back. He's looking over his right shoulder and throwing a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. My wife saved this picture onto her phone. Yes. And then sent it to family members. <laughs> oh, no. Hers and mine. Oh, God. She sent this picture to my mother. And my mom responded, oh, when did Rich get a new jacket? (laughs) (laughs) My own mother. Uh, Wow. Everyone she sent this picture to was like, oh, Rich got a new jacket. Every person. Wow. Everyone thought that this picture of Joey Fatone was me. This is so funny. Now, in the 90s, when InSync was massive, massive, we're talking Justin Timberlake topped his head with Top Ramen. This is the era. Okay. I got so angry anytime somebody said, you look like Joey Fatone. I was like, I am not a fucking boy band member. Stop it. Yeah. Now, I realized how to play this to my advantage <laughs> after a few years. Yeah. So it was like, hey, baby, I look like Joey Fatone. Really? And then I started seeing some of his other Instagram posts, and I was like, okay, I can get down with this guy. He's pretty fucking awesome. He is. Look at him. So cool. So. Uh, I mean, um, yes. Yeah. 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 Not with underarm. Okay, this is here, getting but. out of hand, though. This is getting out of hand. Look at that. <sighs> Yeah. He is a Joey inside yeah. of a kangaroo. Okay, turn that off. Yeah, turn let's off get out of Joey Fatone's Instagram. So This um, is ridiculous. So, uh, Hollywood producers out there, if you would like to cast Joey Fatone in something, but he's too expensive, you've got a backup. Right here. Right right here. You could be the stunt double. Right here. I'll be a stand-in. Stunt double. No, we should make an in-sync movie. We should make an in-sync movie about Well, once I find that jacket, I'm recreating that picture. Okay. Life post-in-sync. Life post-in-sync. We can do like an in-sync 20 years later movie where you play him or a stunt double, or he can play himself, and then you will be his stunt double. Here was the kicker. He was on an episode of MTV's Cribs showing off his house. Okay. Now I realize that a lot of Cribs is staged and... Some of it is true. Some of it is a little boosted. Like, man, I'm going to have to return this aquarium as soon as it's Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was one episode with Joey Fatone, and he was walking around his house and showing off all of his fun collectibles and whatnot. And I was just like, I'm watching this with my wife, and I was like, fuck, he's me. I'm him. God damn it. We were just split. And one went on one path and one went on the other. Because a lot of his interests were very similar to mine. I really love that this is happening. He has a kit car. No. He has a Firebird, or the Trans Am from Knight Rider. He has one of them with kit in the center console. Oh, uh, wow. 
Yeah. Joey? Yeah. Right here, buddy. Joey and I'm, Rich. I'm on with you. We need to have another episode yeah. called When Joey Met Rich. Yes. And so. on the intro, when our pictures pop up, it's gonna it's gonna be like yeah. a picture of you and then a picture of you. I'm just gonna double yeah. the pictures and mirror so, them and then no one's gonna tell the difference. So you got a podcast with an aftermarket <laughs> boy band member. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that because nice. well, you know, here's the deal. I listened to uh InSync growing up. Yeah. A lot. And I didn't know that you would be there doing that too. But I mean we can do a lot of recreation photos and see if you we'll know see. what they think we'll see and how we'll it goes. get there and uh, and then he'll notice. I'll you. create a new Instagram, fake Joey Fatone. And then he'll <laughs> 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 yes. Um, but please do that. No, we're gonna make that part of a campaign now to get nice. uh, Joey Fatone on the show. No, we should do it. And then it, no, it might it'll actually work. Be, we'll and it see. Might, it'll be like a mirror image of you guys. Nice. I don't know who to, who my so. mirror image is though, because if you have a doppelganger, that's obviously him. Yeah. Do I have a doppelganger? Possibly. We'll I wonder it. if we uh, like. We I want to think him. of anyone. If you guys can think, if I remind you of anyone, and I have a doppelganger somehow. Let we us know. Fight him. I could, but who's to say it's a celebrity? And that's yeah, where it's a problem. That's true. You know what I mean? Because it's lucky that you have yeah. that. All right. The Greek, smell Greek is culture. driving me yeah, crazy. Yeah, me too. Let's do We've got to get into this. I agree. So, speaking of Greek culture, uh, this past week was Thanksgiving. It Happy was. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy kill every single one of those motherfucking turkeys, those <laughs> pieces of shits. Let me tell Happy you. Happy Daniel Justice Day. Let me tell you, if I could <laughs> just grab a turkey from its leg from underneath and then just eat it while it's still connected, I would. That's how much I love turkey legs, and that's how much I hate turkeys while they're alive, while they're ble- breathing. It would, it would destroy you while in the process. I would just. Would it, though? Oh, God, yes. I can snap two the, turkey necks. The mass, the, yeah, when they're not pumping with blood and actively sinewy. <laughs> Would they be sinewy? Oh, God, yes. I mean, I don't know. I've never pet a turkey. Never killed one with my bare hands. Actually, well, I mean, killed well, your it. Your own yeah. neck is pretty sinewy. I mean. And think about how a big turkey, a bird it is. It's a, is, a lot of muscle there. Is there an alternate universe where a turkey snapped my neck? There After it pulled be. it outside of the be. inside of my carcass, and then it grabbed another turkey be. neck. There was an extra one in there. It might have been yours Possibly. in this alternate universe because they caught us while we were podcasting. They caught yeah. us for their Thanksgiving. Nice. And then they snapped your neck, too. They were like, wow, I could yeah. kill two humans. We were bunkered down, I am legend I style. <laughs> <laughs> the turkeys were hunting us. Exactly. Humanity's been wiped out. We're the last two. <laughs> and they eventually, yeah, no, and then they got to us and ate us yes. for Thanksgiving. Wow. No, we were probably. I heard that movie ended stuff. much, much different than the book. It and that upsets very me. Very much different. It really did. That upsets me. Brian knows. But yeah, yes. no, it's. Anyway. I'm just saying, if Not I. I'm going to watch that movie for that purpose. There's two things that happen in when Daniel met Rich the movie and when Daniel met Rich 2. Okay. In the first one, I definitely have a showdown with a turkey. In the second one, um,. I have to rescue you and then um in like a slow like uh in a in a slow slow motion moment the the back of a turkey caravan rises like the door of it and it just kind of like slowly rises and I'm rescuing you from wherever we're at and it slowly rises and I'm there with an army of turkeys because I've made friends with the turkeys <laughs> you made your peace exactly we've made our peace and we both the Paris Accords actually worked um, out that was like yes exactly <laughs> yes no the Paris Accords did work out and you were nice. yeah no you were kidnapped but so was the king turkey nice and that's why I made friends with the turkeys and then we rescue you and then in a very last Jedi turn of events, I turn around and I kill every single one of those sons of bitches and their king. Nice. And then suddenly they're left without a leader and they're like, what do we do? And I'm like, well, I guess you just go extinct. Oh, wow. So I think the first one should be called When Daniel Met Rich and the second one should be When Daniel's Doppelganger Met Joey Fatone. <laughs> that would 
would also be very good. Yes. I have things in plan. Anyway, I have things in place. So, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your turkey much more than Daniel did. Um, the Every year at Thanksgiving, I make a, well, in my family, traditional Greek dish called phila. And phila is basically like ground beef and rice and other spices and whatnot formed into um, meat wads, if you will, and then wrapped in grape leaves and then cooked in tomato juice. My mom has made these forever. Uh, her grandmother or mother made them forever before that. So this is a this is a time honored family thing. My uncles would always devour fila. Like when this is made, we had to buy ten pounds of ground beef to make this because we went through so much. My mom had five brothers, so that'll do it. Yeah. So yeah, Philo was Philo was on, man. So I have I've I've hijacked the recipe and I make it every year now. And I share it with as many people as I can. So and long story short, if red meat is a carcinogen, you can just keep smoking because this is going to do the job anyway. Yeah. So these are pretty awesome. Uh, Brian's just had them for the first time. What would you think, Brian? He's got to turn on his mic. Phenomenal. Awesome. I devoured them before the show even started. Mm. Now, when they get cooked, are these like... Now, we haven't eaten since months ago. On the Passover episode, which we also went over, yeah, my hate for turkeys and how they exist and stuff, and it's just is Passover know. coming up. You remember when I hit a raccoon? No, not for some time. Um, I'm coming. Groot. You remember when I hit yeah. a raccoon? Yeah, I'm coming, Groot. Yeah, with my car, and I like I generally swerve to avoid things. I would not. I would not uh, uh, dodge a turkey if I right. saw a turkey. That thing, <laughs> for the love of God, that thing. Oh man. Yeah, I would hit it. I would hit it so hard. Now, being those little Satan birds as they are, they would just flap open their wings and then they would like, you know, they would go up over the windshield and then they would kind of like fly down and land and then they would remember that. And then it would just, you know, go into the list of ongoing reasons why Daniel and turkeys Mm -hmm. do not get along, Mm -hmm. you know. But I also wonder, as voluminous as their bodies are and as thin as their necks are, if I could just like, if I did have to fight a group of them, I could probably grab the neck of one and snap it. Right. Yeah. And then I would swing said turkey into the rest of them. Kind of like if I was bowling, but instead of a bowling ball, it was a turkey. And instead of pins, it was turkeys. Mm-hmm. Or a turkey mace. And I just like, yeah, turkey mace, Brian. And I just like, <laughs> you know, and I hear them all at once. And then I actually shared a, a video on Facebook of multiple turkeys. There was a guy who was like at a turkey farm and looking at them all. And from, from the edge, he would go, and then all of them went, oh, and then I had to immediately turn off the video because that was scarier than hereditary <laughs> for me. That nice. was like the thing of nightmares. You know what I mean? And that's how I shared it. So, I mean, it's just it's just too much for me with these turkeys. Yeah. They're better devoured than existing. They are, they are much better devoured. So, yeah. I'm mm. sharing. I made plenty of fila. Mm. I took some with, uh, with us when we went to friend's house for, mm. for Thanksgiving. These are so good. So, and I spent my Thanksgiving, <laughs> this is fun, um, I went over to my friend Carter and Marino's house, and I've mentioned them before on the show, 
And Carter, as a congratulations for finishing high-level calculus for his doctorate degree. He's getting a doctorate right now? He's working on a doctorate. No wonder he didn't have time for the Lord of the Rings catch-up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. And he's going for a doctorate in statistics. Really? Yeah. So this guy, for fun, reads books about statistical theory. He's... (laughs) He's wow. hardcore on it. Just wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, he's wicked smart. That is too cool. Awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. But um, we went over there, and as a few months ago, as a congratulations for finishing that exhaustive, horrifying calculus class, he got the Enterprise NCC-1701 brick set to build. Brickset, that is off-brand Lego, correct? It's made by Megablocks, not Lego. So Megablocks won the licensing mm-hmm. for Star Trek so over Lego. Did you turn around and leave as soon as you saw that? or? No, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I, I helped him start to build it. And this is a massive set. I want to say it's like close to 2,500 pieces. I want to interject before you say something. Okay. I remember building Mega Blocks even as like a six-year-old and going, these are bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a piece count on that description there, Brian, at all? Uh, let alone a gigantic set. Um, that's like, oh It doesn't my have gosh. the brick count. It doesn't. Right. I mean, you can always scroll up. I mean, yeah. you know. This is, I mean, this, I mean, it looks cool. That's for sure. Yeah, it looks awesome. It is pretty cool to build, but being a diehard Lego fan and touching Mega Blocks, it was pretty unsettling the entire stretch. Okay, so it's three thousand ninety-eight pieces. There we go. Yeah, the price on this site is two hundred and fifty dollars, and on Amazon they have it for eighty-five. I wonder why retailers are going out. Anyway. (laughs) Right. So, we started building this and everything. The most unsettling thing about building this set is that they have one by five plates. Now, for those that aren't necessarily well-versed in Lego, the thicker bricks are known as bricks. Well, when they're thinner, those are the plates. And the dot count on top is what tells you what size it is. So your typical Lego brick that you would see in, like, say, the thumbnail for this podcast would be like a two by four brick because it's two dots wide, four dots across. So anytime Lego makes a plate that's a one by, except for one by threes, they're almost always even numbered. It'll be like a one by six or a one by eight or a one by 12 or what what have you. The only odd number is a one by three. Megablocks has a one by five. It kept throwing me off so hard because I was expecting a one by six. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I, I touched it as little as possible because <laughs> it creeped me out so bad. So it was more of a testament to your friendship with Carter. Pretty much. I that was you like, went through with helping him build I was this. like, I told him, I was like, 
I did, if I didn't love you so much, yeah, and I wasn't such a fan of Star Trek, yeah, I would not be in on this. Right. I would have jetted out right. the door the minute I saw Mega Bloks. I can't honestly say that I wouldn't have built the Millennium Falcon and Mega Bloks if that was the way things exactly. had actually gone. But you know, right? Disney's winners, so naturally Lego's a winner. You know, what I mean? yeah, that's yeah. how that works. Pretty much. I still can't. I mean, I can't fathom. I mean, I remember just like building because I remember I got like a gigantic Mega Block set, and it was actually like a remote control alien car set oh, for nice. Christmas one year. It was really cool because it was its own racetrack, mm-hmm. on top of being a car that went on its own. Mm-hmm. And I remember building the minifigure and never touching the rest of it. Yep, because it just wasn't as fun. It wasn't as good. It wasn't as I just wasn't into it. But you know. Um, and plus, Legos, I mean, even then, so the bricks don't snap together as easy either, do they? They do not. Yeah. They're, they're like, you have to force uniform. them, you have to like force them together. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because of the plastic they're made with. I don't know what to think of that and how Mega Bloks work and why. I expect Mega Bloks to turn up as a bad joke. And I eventually, there was a couple of times a where I had to swap out the same piece because it wouldn't fit in this section correctly. But it fit in a different section, and then one of those did fit that section. But then you got Mega Bloks doing shit like Halo sets and Destiny sets, right? And Mario well, Kart Eight. It's, it's the licensing, yeah. And that sucks because yeah. I'm like, yo, get some video games in on this bitch. Yeah. Lego, like. Well, and there's uh, a oh Overwatch though. Overwatch sets are coming. Yeah. That's a big deal. And there, there's these micro brick sets that allow you to build Pokemon. Oh, yeah. No, I saw that, too. They are super, super, super tiny. But those aren't Mega Bloks. They're not Mega Bloks, and they're not Lego. It's another brand. It's a different interlocking architecture playset. Yep, and I saw that at work. Oh, Brian was ready for this. Oh, Brian's looking at the Mega Constructs. Yeah. But these look cool. There's an actual even smaller set that are like, they're Japanese. Like, you can't read the packaging. I saw a gigantic Pikachu. A gigantic Pikachu at, um, oh, there's Halo. Oh, so I guess Halo and Destiny are mega constructs. Oh, no, but those are mega blocks. Oh, okay. Um, possibly. Mega construct. I mean, they kind of look like it. But then you look at, I saw a big, big uh, Pikachu that looked really cool, actually. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, man, I actually feel tempted to buy that because you can. And that's the kicker with a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get you to buy. There's another. There's another. How to build a Lego Pikachu. Si- there's an, another interlocking brick system mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. that's licensed Rick and Morty. And you can build Rick and Morty stuff. So uh, you can build. Friend of the podcast, Taylor, built that actually and has it. Yeah. Or is she a friend of the podcast? I would really, really, really enjoy doing that, Mm -hmm. but I just can't. I you can't can't touch them. I can't can't buy anything but. Well, she did it for us, and she can show us later. Neat. Oh, she did those. There they are. Actually, to take the fila out of the grape leaf, just because the grape leaf is a little bit too salty for me. Is it? I eat the whole Mm -hmm. thing. I eat the whole thing. I don't eat a lot of fila. Yeah. Oh, I'm stretching. Everyone on the air, I can see my stomach right now, and I don't really care because Yeah, they also do. Strip. They also do South Park sets. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It really does look 
bad, but whatever. What can you? And now that's funny <laughs> to insert a Lego man where something is going wrong. <laughs> Lego man in a hazmat suit. I love that. Yeah, and that is something that would definitely do. And with um, the alternate dimension of nature of Rick and Morty, that totally fits. Here's the deal. We've got seven seasons left, and I got to say, there's at least. no at least seven seasons left of Rick and Morty. I'm saying it out loud. There's no way we don't get a Lego episode in there. <laughs> of of not Maybe not. It doesn't have to, be, have to be a Lego-specific episode. There's no way there are seven seasons of Rick and Morty and Legos don't pop up in there somewhere where an alternate dimension is them in Legos. Well, to be fair, they kind of touched on that in the end of season three with the uh, Minecraft world. Why don't I remember this? Because you don't watch Rick and Morty near as much as I do. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? But still, I mean, it's fine, and it, it's fine, and it looks yeah. good, and I like it, and it's, yeah. you know, um, I think that. Yeah, because he's like he's he actually mentions my, Morty's introducing Rick to Minecraft, and Rick goes, and Rick goes, is this appealing to uh, autistic people? And Morty <laughs> goes. Why do you ask? And he goes, because I'm starting to love it. <laughs> it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. It is. Yeah, That's why I can't touch it. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's why you I mean, can't touch it. Yeah. I'm already in on Lego. It's like, okay, that's I picked my pony. That's enough. That mm-hmm. is enough. There were a bunch of Lego games on sale, too, for Black Friday. There were. I almost got some. There was a bunch. I didn't of stuff. buy any. Lego Incredibles was half off. Ooh. And I almost, and then I was like, nah, I didn't. Because I pre-ordered uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, the Lego Set Detectives office was on Black Friday sale at, like, I want to say it's, like, close to a $200 set, and it was about 60 bucks off. Did you buy any for, any Lego sets for? Black the only Day? Legos I bought was the classic set that Walmart had. Gotcha. The 900 pieces for 20 bucks because that's just, I can't pass that deal up. No, you can't. And no one's like, I mean, but no one wants to buy a Lego set that doesn't make into Hogwarts Castle yeah. or Star Wars. Now, the detective's office is right up there. I have it. It was on Black Friday sale. Last year? This, no. This, this time. Yesterday. You could oh. save 50 bucks on it. Oh, geez. So I was very, 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 very angry <laughs> because it wasn't the diner set. It was the it was the detective's oh, office. Oh, and you need the diner to add. Yeah, I want to get I want to eventually get all of the street shop sets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and there's a bunch of them. But I'm I was upset, but I was actually kind of happy because I already have it. And typically when a Lego set goes on Black Friday sale, it's getting retired. Yes. So, and that's exactly what's happening with the detective's office. Oh no! It's getting retired. Let's hope they don't retire the so dining. I have it. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, they're not going to retire the diner for another year at okay. least. Good. So, maybe you should wait until next Black Friday to there's, get it. There's time for fifty bucks off. Now, should I, do I need to stop sending you pictures of all these discounted? Because whenever I'm on like deals of my own, I'm actually deals, I'm actually I'm like, pretty good in control of the impulse on it. Mm-hmm. It's like. I can plan when I'm going to get the Lego set. Okay. So, like, for all the Hogwarts sets mm-hmm. that were coming, I told my wife, like, four months ahead of time, I was exactly. like, hey, these are coming. I'm going to get them. Forewarning. Forewarning, yep. And she's like, okay. 
And that's why in this past August, I got like 10 fucking sets in one month. And it's because I gave her the heads up that these were coming and I wanted them all. And she works with all the finances. Yeah. Yep. Yes. My wife handles the money because I don't have a head for money. Fair enough. I could do math. Fair enough. You know, if I could just turn it into straight numbers, then I'm good. Right. But it's like, hey, you know what? You have this much resource for this time span. And I'm like, I don't get it. (laughs) I don't follow. Explain it to me again. Oh, I was horrible at it. (laughs) That's the thing. I played Warcraft 2. I played Starcraft. I played all those resource management games, and I sucked at them. Terrible. Just terrible. I'd make it yes. about 10 minutes before I started putting in the infinite money cheat. Because <laughs> we just need things. Yeah, we, we need wood. Yeah. We need wood. We need metal. We need a mine. But yeah. we also need to send a gnome to go over there and scout the area and see who's going to attack us. Yeah. Where's the enemy? They're somewhere. Yeah. They're somewhere here. Yeah. Uh, huh? What? Oh, yeah. Did people hear what you said the first time before you turned uh, on the microphone? Uh, probably not, but Sarah <laughs> He turned on his mic, one. just <laughs> nail Dang. home a point. He said, off nice. mic. Nice. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Ah, I love you, too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm horrible uh, at resource management games because I'm horrible at managing resources. Uh, yeah. Big surprise. I don't know. I can't keep up with those things because they yeah. just they kind of take a second. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, Ugh. I mean, I love those games. Age of Empires. Oh, yeah. All those, you know, any of those resource management games. I love them. Mm-hmm. Not good at them no. <laughs> at all. No, because you can get a certain ways and yeah. then it becomes hard. And then you're like, wow, I yeah. can't win here. Yeah, I just can't win. Yeah, I think I actually explained all this once on a previous podcast with my wife financing and everything but when i met my wife i was on the verge of having my car repossessed for missing payments i had no auto insurance i was about to get evicted because i wasn't paying my rent um the other guy was responsible for the electric so we had electric um the one i was able to manage was the cable i was able to keep the cable bill up to date but everything else was like a shambles. I had no idea where any of my money was. Wow. And uh, I was just like, Ugh. and then I met my wife and she was in a house. She was on she had a car, house, everything was up to date, fully furnished. There was no like empty rooms or anything, so she was well in control of her money. Wow. So after a couple of weeks, I handed her all of my pay stubs, my checkbook, <laughs> my banking information. I just had this all in like a pile and I just handed it to her. I was like, you fix. I, you fix. <laughs> and about 45 minutes later, she came back to me and she goes, okay, all of your bills are caught up and you have this much until you are paid again. And I looked at it and I looked at her and I looked at it and I looked at her and I was like, my car's all up to date. She was like, yeah, car's all up to date auto insurance all up to date your student loans all up to date which blew my mind that my student loans were actually up to date i was just like i just kind of looked at her and my my first impulse was to be like she's a witch (laughs) right what sorcery did you do to actually pull this off it's true i need her to teach me that teach us all yeah she well i've asked her to teach me and She'll she'll get into explaining it, and I'm like, explaining it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how that works. That makes sense. 
why can't I have this DVD? <laughs> well, because you can't afford it. How? <laughs> Tell me. I see it there. I see the money. I was just in my bank account. Yeah. It's there. I see my paychecks. I know how much I get. I also don't care about what's due tomorrow because it's DVD now. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. The Millennium Falcon. <laughs> the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon. Yeah, no, but. That makes sense. So I, I give her the heads up on what's coming, and I'll be like, this mm-hmm. is the Lego set that I'm wanting to get. And she's like, okay. I think there's and also she makes it work. a big part of finding out the hard way how your bills work. Because, I mean, I have recently now, I mean, my wife had to quit her job to uh, basically take care of her father out of the state. Right. Not basically. She plain and simply did. They said, if you don't work, then you're going to lose your job. And she said, okay, fine. They kept her on the schedule because of how desperate they were. And they didn't really want to fire her. They just wanted to threaten her to the point of her coming in. And she still didn't. So fuck right. them. But, <laughs> right. um, but she ended up, like, yeah, no, leaving um, her job to, to stay there, which her third semester was absolutely bonkers anyway. So I was like, you know what? You're fine. You're in nursing school. You stay out of it. And then I eventually, like, I was kind of just watching the bills, just kind of like, and thinking, you know, a pretty good set what i'm doing right here and i kept going and then all of a sudden <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple of things were just a little behind and uh, you know and and kind of hers too and i was just kind of like okay maybe we should do this and then suddenly and it's so funny because we talk about the way these things fall into place how much money i have when i picked up a third job because i consider this a second okay so when i say third job i mean as a server at Geminix, right where i work is my second job um but the way it just kind of like panned out was like all of a sudden I have money. All of a sudden I can, uh, you know, like not only afford all of her stuff, but to suddenly fix her car when it breaks down. To suddenly um, buy a 400 gig uh, memory card for my Switch because Super Smash Bros. won't fit on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for the, these things to kind of like fall into place magically with, you know, I'm not going to say minimal effort because there is obviously another effort of picking up another practically full-time job, but also it's like clockwork mm-hmm. <laughs> when you think about your expenses and then trying to have enough money to meet said expenses. Right. And then suddenly, boom, you're there. Yeah. It's it's astonishing to me, at least. You yeah. Know what I mean, so... There's like several mobile games that are kind of resource management, but not really, that have really helped me understand personal finance way better. Oh, okay. I can't remember the name of any of them off the top of my head, Sim but it's kind of like when you get to this point, you will have to pay this. When you get to this point, you will have to pay this. When oh, you get to this point, like you a, will have to pay this. I'm not going to let you through unless, you know, you give me $2,000 and then you're like, okay, well then if I want to keep going in the story, I probably shouldn't buy that extra big gun. Right. That looks really Do I nice. need the heavier armor right now or do I need the rocket launcher? Right. Because it's going to be a lot more right. grinding before I can get to that point. Right. If I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if I set the 200 aside now mm-hmm. and put the rest into armor, then I can continue my grind. And another big part of it as well (laughs) that's so funny is when you do save up to get through the gate and then you get to the other side and you need the heavy armor to survive. Right. (laughs) And they blow you away. Right. (laughs) Guess I'm going back and grinding anyway. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, this is how much you have. You have X expenses. You have Y income. So true. So 
Z is your outcome. Is it going to be positive or negative? It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which one do you manage, X or Y? Now, in your third job, you managed Y. You managed that Y variable by yes. bringing in more resources. Yes. Whereas mine would be to manage X, manage my, limit my resources. Sure, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ultimate outcome is looking for a positive Z figure. Mm-hmm. If you're going negative in the Z, then there's an issue. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, I'm starting to figure it out. I'm 40 years old. I'm an adult with a house, and I'm just now beginning to figure out personal finance. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. Yes. Don't catch you spending much. So, that's why I'm, that's why I was big voting for, uh, education reform i was disappointed that none of our candidates really had that as a selling point on their platform which is you know kind of interesting um but you know i mean what what can you do when our all of our money as a nation is being misspent anyway but we're i mean we don't want to start with k-pop and end with politics again well i'm bringing it it back into k-pop actually oh really oh okay i'm ready it's gonna come back around oh it will that's all that matters. What is, oh, Zelda sneezing again. She's so excited for K-pop. I mean, I can't stop talking about K-pop either, and it's not just this thing. Here's the deal. I think with my addiction to K-pop as well, if you don't have any more points to make on that matter, I think I am going to wear it thin real quick because all I listened to last week with barely an intermittent podcast was K-pop. Nonstop. And then I figured out which songs I liked, and I added it to a playlist, and I've been playing that playlist of 10 songs. Now, see, I've been I've been interested in J-pop and K-pop for a while. J-rock. If you, J-rock. Uh, can you look up, I wanted to do this earlier. Brian, can you look up uh, Antic Cafe? Well, the thing, that, the thing that turned me on to it was um, Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. The theme music. Yep. Uh, that works too. Images. It means two things. Um, that means two things. Images. The second image, please. If you don't mind. Eight. Boom. Yep. Neat. Yep. Neat. They are also a K visual band. Neat. Yes. Well, the the. Uh, Original run Full Metal Alchemist had mm-hmm. a different theme song than the one that was on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. So if you go and you buy the DVDs for Full Metal Alchemist or whatever, it is not the same theme music as when it was airing on Adult Swim. Yeah. So I went in search of the Adult Swim theme music, and that's when I discovered J Rock. Yep. Because the band that does that song. Uh, is J-Rock. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cannot, for the life of me, pronounce the name of the band. I, I, I'm I, not even going to attempt it. Which member here sticks out uh, the most to you? Also, sorry. Can everyone see this, Brian? Yeah. Which one sticks out the most to yes. me? Uh, the blue hoodie with the parted hair. Okay. Because that part really grinds my gears. Does it? I don't know why. What about the gentleman above him? That's a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. 
What I a, might fuck that dude. What a guy. <laughs> <I know, right? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's like I would have been tricked. Uh, uh, I, I was actually I totally would have been fooled. <laughs> I just know. but also it's called it's a visual key band. I'm not gonna lie, this is the skimpiest I've ever seen them dressed right here. Um it does not help uh, that they are obviously dressed to look like a woman. Definitely I, a dude. Well, they're Probably the deepest voice of all of them when you hear them as well. Well, I honestly, I think they're going for more of a neutral look. I mean, obviously, they're they're skewing feminine, but yes, and I think that's part of the visual key key yeah. I, key key K I E I bands where they um they kind of like have a yeah. certain look. That's a cosplayer. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're pushing the they're mm-hmm. pushing the feminine that much more this but. is visual key style um also if you click that that one right there with the star that guitarist which who was really good Bo, left and then they filled in with uh key keyboardist and another guitarist kept the same bassist same drummer and same singer of course but yeah. they look very like i mean at this point you can tell they're all dudes yeah but it's just kind of like wow Y'all were indiscernible, and I think there there's actually a ton of J-Rock bands. I think there's one that's, like, completely, that's, like, actually metal and, like, way yeah. harder themed of music, yeah. and they all oh, look Japanese like speed metal is phenomenal. It really is, It's yes. really yes. crazy. Ooh, what about that one how, in the middle, in the middle? How Cafe Kaya Gacharu. What is that? Down one, left one. Up. That one. That one. Right there. Click that's that. That's a mag. Oh, that's a fanzine, looks like. It is totally a fanzine. Goth, gotcha raka, gotcha raka, gotcha raka, gotcha kakrak, kaka, kachakaraka. I don't know what, what that is titled, wow. but um, still keeping that's what it the says. fanzines rocking. I dig y- it. Yeah, and they look like pirates, and they're very like fancy. But yeah. here's the deal: those are all probably dudes, more than likely. And they like, it's so widely accepted to look like another gender. In a different country, it's a little. How did we get so hateful in America? You well, know, we were founded by Puritans. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay, we, go. we were okay. founded by a bunch of white people that yeah. the Catholic Church wasn't strict enough for. Uh huh. That, that 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 lends its also true. Yeah. That lends it to all of these issues. Yep. It does absolutely. Now, in other countries, they start sexual education much younger. Mm, they don't treat it like a weird thing. Nope. Yep. They te- they treat it very clinical um as far as a the physics of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um they treat they treat it I I would say as far as the emotions involved in it, they keep it kind of even keel. Mhm. Mhm. Like They're like look, yo, there's a scientific aspect to this outside yeah. of the way that it makes you feel. Yeah. yeah. And it's also wise of them to separate love from sex because it causes them to make smarter decisions about love and sex instead of not telling them about sex saying, and then all the kids learn is that, well, when a a man and a woman love each other very much, it's like, actually, uh, there doesn't have to be any Actually, there's a genetic imperative that eventually will just make it be like any port in a storm. My God, I have to scratch this itch. And if we did not speak English and we were not, like, civilized... We would go by fucking anybody and anyone, just like animals. Yeah. If we were not that intelligent, we would scratch yeah. that itch ju- just well, like animals do. I You, you will watch a boy dog hump every dog in that fucking dog park. There's, there's a reason <laughs> that fundamentalist 
Islam has very, very strict rules as far as modesty for women. There's a reason for that. It's that they don't trust men to control themselves. It's true. Hence the reason women can get punished for being raped or executed for being raped. Yeah, if their yeah, if a, if their rapist does not want to marry them, then they can be executed. Yeah. Executed for it. This is a surprise to Brian. Brian needs to look at more world news. The women. The, the women. The men can do what a, the men can do what they want. RT News. Go ahead and look at the app RT News. Brian. It's, it, <laughs> You'll it's learn cool. a lot. It, I mean, it's no, it, no, it doesn't make well, sense to anyone over here. It like, it's, ugh. anyways, I mean, unless you're like radical, in which case that makes sense to yeah. like <laughs> yeah. a lot of radical now, Christians. I've seen, but, you know. I've, I've seen like some websites where um, these women will remove the hijab or whatever it's called. I'm not well enough versed in it. I can't remember which is the burqa and which is the hijab and whatever, but they remove the facial part of the hood. And when they do, and they're showing up on camera without makeup or anything, I kind of get it. Because these women are just staggeringly beautiful. Yeah. And it's a shame that they have to cover it up. It's true. But at the same time, I... I that's the way it I mean, it's I, I heard Mia Khalifa on a uh, podcast. Yeah. Mia Khalifa is a really popular uh, Islamic. Well, is she Islamic or she's is she a, just Middle Eastern of? She's how would you? She's Middle Eastern. Yeah, she's um, Middle Eastern, but I she's a porn star. If she, yeah, she was. Or was. She was. She retired. She's now a uh, webcam girl. Is she? She'll do cam work. Oh, yeah. interesting. But yeah. um, she not had, only that. She had implants that were like butchered, and then when she retired, she got them fixed, and... I've seen some of her webcam work post correction. Mm-hmm. I need the name of that surgeon because he was a he, he's a, a, god. a he's, he's a, a he's spectacular a, surgeon yeah. that I couldn't believe the change. Mm, interesting. It was, it was amazing what he did. So there's those, and then also just being a a human being in general, and hearing that she went through some fucking shit being yeah, that popular in Middle Eastern. I mean, people reaching across. The ocean just to tell her that she's gonna burn in hell, a rotten hell, like her and her whole. Oh, upbringing. not just that, but they I were mean, like, "We know where you are." That too, yeah. And we're coming. We're like, ISIS oh, is behind man. us. Yeah, exactly. Kind of Things thing. like that, where it's just kind of like out of hand, and it's like, man, uh, let people define themselves how they want to define themselves. Holy moly! Yeah. There's just there's a what religion is in Asia? Maybe we need to go to Asia to escape. Well, religious most, persecution. Is it that bad in Asia? Well, I most, okay, all religion is basically to have to have repercussions for breaking the social contract. Yes. Because, I mean, without the social contract, we all just destroy ourselves. Right. Okay? We, we don't rob banks because that's kind of a dick thing to do. Mm-hmm. Other people don't rob banks because... The police will find them, catch them, and put them in prison. Yes. Other people don't rob banks because God will punish them for being thieves. True. And everybody has their own reasons for obeying the social contract. Yeah, whatever floats here, don't be a piece of shit. But. Right. <laughs> now, and 
the majority of us just kind of follow the don't be a dick philosophy. Yeah, don't be a literal piece of shit. Yeah. Human being. You know, I do my best to not make the lives of others more difficult. Yeah. That's my following the social contract. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But apparently there's these religious fundamentalists that feel like if you don't believe in God, then you don't have a moral code. You have no reason to follow the social contract and you will barbecue and devour a baby. I don't know how you right. make that jump, but there is that out there. Funny story. Uh, Brian, can you Google missionary goes to Cannibal Island? <laughs> missionary. Which one? Uh, exactly. Is this is this a the recent one that I've been seeing all the memes yeah. about where the guy just got severely yeah, penetrated? Yeah, this guy killed by isolated island tribe. Now, I read about this island before. Um, yeah. Yeah, I read, I read <laughs> an article about an island that is actually protected um, by the UN where you're not allowed to go to that island mm-hmm. um, if you survive. Right. Because the natives of that island kill anyone who even slightly takes a step yeah on their island these people are known you come within arrow shooting distance they'll take you out before you can set foot on it yeah um they don't care for you to be on their island and they they prefer to end you before you're even yeah. close so why i don't know is it weird hell yeah but um it's also illegal to just go there in the first place yeah um see i had heard about this years ago in the Darwin Awards. Really? Yeah. Nice. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with the Darwin Awards, but for those of you out there who aren't, the Darwin Awards is a joke kind of award thing where they, it's always a posthumous award. So you get this award if you killed yourself out of sheer stupidity. Yeah, right. The idea being that you have contributed to the survival of the fittest by taking yourself out of the gene pool. Yes. Now, the first winner was the guy who crushed himself trying to get a free can of Coke out of a vending machine. Oh, So he's tipping the machine, getting there, trying to get the free Coke, and it tips and crushes him. Wow. The next winner was a burglar who was coming in through a ventilation system, had the flashlight in his mouth, fell through the system, and ended up crushing his brainstem with the base of the flashlight because when he landed, he landed directly on the flashlight. Oh, wow. So there are several, several, several Darwin Award winners. Right. Um, one guy was working on a motorcycle inside his home and was using a thing of gasoline to clean parts. Oh, Jesus Christ. And when he was, and he like left it for a bit and his wife took that, did not realize it was gasoline and put it in the toilet. And didn't flush, just dumped it in the toilet. She thought it was water. Wow. And he then goes to the bathroom, and while he's sitting there doing his business, he lights a cigarette. Yep. And he's sitting there smoking a cigarette, and to, when he's done, and he's done, he wipes, throws the paper into the toilet, and finishes the cigarette, and then <laughs> throws it between his legs. Poof. So he didn't die. Oh, Really? He did remove the bits, and that's what got him the Darwin Award, Ooh, was nice. that he well, removed he his way of procreation so that he did not contribute to the gene very nice, pool. Very nice, very nice, very nice. That's so, the way they do it. And here's this guy. 
Yeah. Went to an island full of people that wanted nothing more than to kill him mm-hmm. for being alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because he wanted to spread the the good word of his opinion. Yeah. Man, keep it to yourself. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you know, he people call to spread him the glory of Jesus. It's true. Uh, and there was an there was a little quote that said, <laughs> "He's like a martyr for Christianity now." <laughs> I know, right? Scroll he, down, scroll down a little bit. He's like, uh, "What is it going? Stop." John loved people, and he loved Jesus. He was willing to give his life to share Jesus with the people on North Sentinel Island. Ever since high school, John wanted to go to North Sentinel to share Jesus with this indigenous people. Oh, so he's had a death wish for years. Yeah. Okay. Well, and ever since high school, he has been wanting to remove himself from the gene pool. So, congratulations, John. There you go. It was a goal. He met his goal. Man, congratulations, John. You are the winner. Can you die? Of the Darwin Awards. Can you die happy if you're being slaughtered, murdered? I don't know. I guess I it wonder. depends on how quick it happens. I was reading the article saying it was like swimming to and from a boat on different days with like injuries. <laughs> <laughs> he, they, they had already shot him with arrows and he did go back. And then the fishermen said that they saw his body being dragged around. And that's mm. how they knew he was probably dead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now, years ago, years ago, the Darwin Awards were won by a mich- an Australian missionary. Who decided to go into the bush to find aboriginals that were known cannibals? And they were like, and he was like, they need Jesus. So this is the this is the bad part. This is what makes him like the grand prize winner on the Darwin Awards. Okay, I'm ready. He had a wife. Uh Uh-huh. And he had two daughters. Okay. And people begged him. Not to do this, or if he was insistent on doing it, do not take your wife and daughters with you. But he was undeterred. He was going to bring Jesus to these cannibalistic savages. His words. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he hadn't even pulled out his Bible before his first daughter was like on the spit. Whoa. Like, they pulled up in the car, and they were like, here's the word of Jesus. Where are you going with my kid? Right? Yep, and just like that. Well, first of all, on one hand, they're like, you brought us veal, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, they were also thinking. This uh, DoorDash is getting really predictive. On one the hand, real joke was too much for Brian. It was like Brian's out, <laughs> and then on the other hand, you've got—is uh, it still recording at least? Yeah, it is. Okay, um, and then on the other hand, you've also got um, these guys who are like, "Oh, we won't actually feel guilty about eating these ones. We're tired of eating our own, and like, kind of feeling bad about it. We don't know you guys. There's well, nothing to this. No, the whole thing was that they were—I think they were actively hunting. Mm-hmm. So they were spreading out from their area. Yes. And, you know, the wildlife was running scarce. They were finding hikers and tourists and stuff. Yes. And so his whole point was, we need to convert these people, not just to spread the word of Jesus, but to stop them hunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the government's response was, we have border patrol. If they start coming near us, we can shoot at them. Yes. And... They'll back off, and this has been working for a while now. You don't need to go yourself and convert these people. And 
that's what he did. So natural selection. Oh yes, at its best. My goodness, Brian, how far in the podcast are we? Um, we're at ten to two. Looks like. Yeah, but I don't know how far that is. Um, I want to say it's about an hour and five. You, yeah. Brian, left for a second to go throw up. Yeah. In the yard. <laughs> and it's right. flushed away. Fair enough. He flushed it away uh, in the yard. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. Okay. Oh, you were keeping track? T- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We're done talking about natural selection, Brian. It was... You ever heard of long pig? Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't think natural also, selection was his breaking point. I'm fairly certain it was the cannibalism. And also, but we'll get away from that as well. <laughs> also, Brian, don't watch Sabrina. <laughs> do not watch do Sabrina. Do not watch Sabrina then. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was the. Yeah, I I feel you, dude. I'm grossed out by, I'm grossed out by veal as well. I don't eat anyway, veal. I've never had veal, veal ever. Yeah. Yeah. It destroyed him emotionally. Yeah. Watching Grindelwald, but yeah. you'll have to watch the Grindelwald review. Yeah. On the Excitement Incorporated channel. Yeah. To go find that, which I guess is a good way to like kind of like. Sure. We're going to be going into, we're forming a company. It's an LLC. It's, an it's a LLC. real thing. It's it's how we'd be better for you guys. Yes. It's called Excitement Incorporated. Yes. Why? Because we're excited. Yes. We're excited for you. We're excited for this. We're excited to talk about cannibalism and K-pop all in the same episode. And nobody could get behind enthusiasm. No, nobody could get behind it. That's a long thing to spell, okay? All right. Fair. And it's a hard thing to spell. It's a hard thing because it's about the same amount of letters as excitement. So also, <laughs> also, fine. but also, how do you make a logo it, for enthusiasm versus excitement outside of anything that's not a penis? I was going to say somebody drinking coffee, <laughs> exclamation point. <but> <laughs> also true. <laughs> like, what big, Hi. big, what big exclamation point you have. Wow. Why does your exclamation point have two dots? That's true. Well, when we make a Pornhub channel, we'll have something to put in it. <sighs> just, it's yeah. just, it's, we're just going to, Brian, just go make a Pornhub channel. <laughs> and then um, I want you to take. Like and subscribe on Pornhub. It's, I think that would be fun to oh, make yeah. a Pornhub channel and just have our shows on it. Just have our yeah. shows on it. We don't have to be naked. No. We don't have to be having sex. We no. might sometimes, but we don't have to be. No. And it'll just be what a good tags of entertainment. We put on that? I don't know. Uh, probably things like <laughs> cannibalism and K-pop. Veal. <laughs> Korean. Asian. Oh, we're going to get tons of hits with the Asian like, tag. Wow. Maybe this should just go into the negisodes. Maybe this we've just gotten <laughs> onto such extremes today, but not like extremist extremes. And we've already made so many statements about who we are and how we feel. Yeah, that it's also and like, none of it's disparaging. It's all um, just kind of yeah, and well-timed jokes at the yeah, end of the day. Pretty much. <laughs> My wife and I've been going to this new to this Korean restaurant mm-hmm. near us. It's uh, it's called Snow. Yeah, where they serve like shaved ice. Ooh, that's flavored and it's got like mochi on it and sometimes fresh fruit. And I can everything. get behind that. They also have uh, boba slush, where they have the little slush. the little tabs boba's. of tabby. Tapioca, these little I balls. I love boba teas. Yeah. 
too, the flavored boba teas. Yeah. Because we have a place here called Lolly Cup that we get those. Yeah. Oh, my god. So gosh. this is like Lolly Cup, but it has shaved ice as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a couple other Korean things that are like really stinking good. Like they make these they they make these cookies called taiyakis. Yes. That's like a fish waffle. Yes. With an insert in it that could be either sweet potato or red bean or mm-hmm. chocolate or whatever. The chocolate one's really good. They also make Korean sweet pancakes. They're almost like the McGriddle buns. Yes. But better. Scallion pancakes? Isn't that what they call them? I thought that's what they did. And then you put, sometimes they give you those for putting duck in. Yeah. Yes. With the hoisin sauce. Yeah. They'll, they can stuff them with whatever. I prefer whole duck that I can just tear off the bone myself. Whole duck? Yeah, if I was eating the whole dick, nice. uh, that I would eat it all myself. And there is like a Asian market around the corner, uh, Pacific Ocean. I love eating there so much. They have the best Korean barbecue nice. there, and they definitely have just whole duck. Yeah. And I could just, you know, I could just ravage a whole duck on my own. Like, I don't even need my wife's nice. help. I will do the whole duck ravaging myself. Nice. The whole thing. Nice. Duck. Nice. <laughs> Dude, Thanksgiving was so full of double entendre while we were making food. It was hilarious. Carter's over there with the turkey, and he's got like the thermometer that kind of you know pops yes. out. And he's like, yes. And he's like, hey man, or what do you want me to put it in the breast or the thigh? And I don't even realize. I don't even think about this seven-year-old <laughs> sitting next to me or anything. I just look up at him and I go, "You can treat it like the Schmelz house. First one, then the other." he's over there chuckling (laughs) yes as quietly as possible he's just over the turkey and i just see his shoulders just shaking trying to withhold it yeah the the chuckles so then he's he slit the skin he's trying to put like the half lemon under the skin to contain the moisture and add flavor and everything and he's like oh man i can't find the slit (laughs) (laughs) and i said mirna time to wax and he kept chuckling. <laughs> and Christy's uh, eyes are bugging out of her skull because right next to me is their seven-year-old daughter. Okay. <laughs> now, thankfully, a lot of this stuff is just exactly right over well, her I head, mean, but so it doesn't That's matter. how that works, and you can say these things. But, well, no, here's the thing. With, with kids of that age, they can be, like, distracted by whatever they're doing, you know. As long as you're not using words that are specific to the yeah. genre of the conversation, yeah. then it's fine. Yeah. All of those were analogies. It, exactly. Yeah. It's all double entendre. It all is yep. could mean anything. And but I know out. that probably in a, about an hour or two, because, yeah, we're about two days out. Yeah. She's going to be like... Hey, Mom, what did Rich mean when he said it was time to wax? <laughs> and she's going to be like, uh, uh, I don't even remember that conversation. Yep, exactly. And in her right. mind, she's going to be like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to kill him. Oh God. Now, what's actually going to happen is in like five to ten years in between that space. How old are we? Seven. Seven. So not five, but I would venture to say in potentially 10 or more years, you're going to get a phone call from her coming back, watching all of these and going, what the fuck? She's like, how did you hide all of this fucked upness from me for so long? She's going to be like, you know, uh, you were one of my favorites. Now I feel like I don't know you anymore. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for joining us on When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Thanks for watching, listening, all that stuff. Follow us. 
We'll see you next time. I have to pee. Me too. I need to smoke as well. Well, then smoke. I missed the bulldogs. Hit the button, Brian. <laughs>